3: Welcome back to part two of Cozy Women Podcast, talking about child abuse, connecting to adults and insecurities. Part two with Drake from everything culture. I appreciate you guys for listening. Let's get back into it. Hey guys, just a reminder, there is Mama's Cozy Closet that has some merch on there for moms out there. So, if you're interested in getting a cute sweatshirt. That kid's again. Getting a cute sweatshirt, um, a fanny pack, or a mug. I got some goodies on there for you guys. Alright? Peace. Man. Always yelling but why can't y'all just do what I asked the first time when I say nicely so I don't feel yeah. like I have to yell and with girls they, they're always in their feelings and I, I explain to them what words mean that I say See. and they'll hear cuss words and be like what does that mean why did he say that when he did that and I'll explain to them because I don't want them to be out in the street someone talk to them a certain way and them not
2: know see but we have to remember we 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 get into that that we we are categorizing now with girls boys could be the same way you know they could but i'm just
3: i don't
2: have no experience with that i don't want to speak on. i I absolutely understand so it's like with your kids it's different but that boy versus girl man i've seen some girls that's tough then i've seen some boys like it, like, cause once again, I wasn't always I like this. My mom used to curse and all that. I had to learn to be like this. You know what I mean? I had to become this. All right. It's. I was one of those kids. I think like, where did you learn this behavior from? I'm like, well, fuck, I learned from y'all. Like, I I learned cursing from my family. Like, I don't know where you got that from. But like. Anything new, like, I don't use, but the stuff I use for my family, snake in the grass, bastard, dunce, it all this, like, <laughs> bastard, all, all these stuff like that. I got there from y'all, like, it's it just what it is. But I just know that if we're trying to break those cycles, you have to break that cycle. But I don't believe some cycles need to be broken either. I think some of these things that I like, it's necessary for survival, like fighting, I would teach my kid I'm I wouldn't put my kids in boxing, taekwondo, um how to throw dirt. Like, because right now, <laughs> <laughs> for real, I want my kids to, to hold it over, use it on their dad. I don't think they ever want to use it me because they're going to have that respect. Yeah. But it's one of these things, the world, I think, I'm preparing my kids for anything the world going to throw at them yeah. emotionally, physically, therapeutically. As much as I can, and try to teach them how to use resources. For whatever I can't give to them, they know where to go and get it. Okay, I'm trying to have some little, I want some have some little Macgyver's around this motherfucker. Okay, that was the show. <laughs> like, and because it's necessary, it it really is. But when we, the main thing with abuse is we have to break that cycle. Yeah. That's like, my mom used to be. I used to be the last kid being picked up at school. I know why I don't like being late you see i showed up early for this show okay i don't like being stood up the worst thing you can do to me is stand me up and lie to me that's the worst thing you can do to
3: because me because you're already mentally prepared for a disappointment from
2: people exactly so when i i have an expectation from people and you fail me i'm like i don't need you around with me i yeah. don't yeah. when i feel I, like um, you're gonna stab me in my back if you don't like me tell me you don't like me i'm okay I can find I other like people that,
3: that directness people. and people take it as me being mean. No, I'm just direct. My mother yeah. and my grandfather, um, that passed, her father, were the only people in my family that purposely make it a point to be before time. Yeah. Everybody in my family show up late,
2: no, no. and it, I'm it, trying it.
3: to teach my kids that if you're before time that's you being on time because you're prepared for anything that
2: could possibly happen to me. Correct. But, you know, we follow these stereotypes and stuff and even myself, I've been came to the point that I used to do these Zoom meetings and I used to be early and I'm like, where everybody at? Yeah. You know, but I can't stop being who I am, you know, yeah. because I, cause I've seen that other side and I didn't like it. Do what you like. If I, if I want to be on time, I want to be on time. If I want to, um, you know, I don't. You shouldn't be shamed for what you like to do and what you like to feel, but you got to be around people that fit. Like it's okay to be like once again. Same thing with everything culture. I'm okay learning what other people are doing and how other people celebrate certain holidays and events and lives and, 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 and victories in their life and um, milestones. Do I have to do it? No, but I can learn why and so I can understand. Cool. Well, I don't have to you, do the same thing. You don't
3: have to be ignorant to it, but that doesn't have to be
2: a problem. Absolutely. Because uh, I, I have my foundation.
3: Yeah. And that's what people need. And a lot of people don't have that core value. Uh, yeah. I think if people deal with the abuse that they've endured, whether it's like physical, mental, emotional, verbal, as a child, then you won't have to worry about like you being withdrawn socially. Uh, yeah. You creating self-doubt within yourself that's why you don't go for the things that you deserve or you should go for. or but also you're
2: like a trust in people not, not even lacking trust oh it could be it could go that way but i'm also to the point of if you have that confidence within yourself yeah. and you know like i said I, my stuff come from life experience and wisdom and i'm like i'm cool not being the the popular kid in school I've been a popular kid. I've been the unpopular kid. Okay. I'm cool with that. I, once again, as an adult, I don't have to subscribe to that. Mm-hmm. I don't. And, but if you come from an abusive home, sometimes you're going to try to attach what seems like love, but it's really just abuse and neglect all over again. Mm-hmm. You're going to go back to that cycle. Like, un- unfortunately, like, you know, we we're talking about even women in domestic violent relationships. And, you know, you loud them, you listen people, you shut the fuck up but listen to people sometimes. You'd be like, wow, see where this come from. I was just talking to someone um, on the show uh, last weekend that, you know, I was asking, you know, where do you follow in kids? And they're like, they're a middle child. And I'm like, you feel like a middle child. They're like, absolutely. And then when I asked how does she parent her children, she parent her children in a whole way of, they get attention, every single one of them. And she put a strong emphasis. She would quit her damn job to go to school to make sure her kids needs are being met. Now, coming from some people mindset, it's like, how are these kids go eat? If I quit the job, what's gonna be done? But she knows what's a priority to her, is attention, is affection, and being there for them. You know. Same thing with my family. My family's kinda like we don't miss birthdays. You know, birthdays a big deal in my family. Like we celebrate one another, we enjoy one another. Christmas, we we link up. We if you if you ain't coming for the holidays, why? What happened?
3: <laughs> See my family's
2: not like that at all. My wife, like, but my wife my family, they're kinda like, oh, we understand. We go out and work. They they cook they but they come from everybody work, everybody at their mindset and you know they don't put that they don't put that guilt trip on you. My family, oh my. Well, and we on talking about enemy interme- I'm talking about immediate family too. But well, my immediate family is like shit. I'm like, y'all fucking gotta chill. They would like when I'm when I was moving. Like her family when we was moving to Seattle. Um, they most were supportive. You know, they're like, yay, happy, y'all come back, blah blah blah. come see you too. About 80% of my family was like that but it was a strong, well, let's say 70% of my family was like that, but it was a strong 30 that was like, my sister broke I'm talking about completely broke down like hurt, cry, like you hear the cracks in her voice crying and shit and um, it was like my aunt cried in her voice too, you know, it, it was like like I've been in Houston for 13 years. Y'all done saw me four times in Houston.
3: Shut up. (laughs) And that's what keeps a lot of family members that are the helpers of everybody um, in environments that don't feed them. They can't, oh, I can't move because my grandma needs me. I can't move because my mom needs
2: me. You got to stop that right there. See, yeah. you're talking about a whole different topic. You about to go into a whole nother episode right there that I'm about to take and put we're gonna be talking about that on everything culture.
3: But I feel because, like that too is a form of abuse.
2: <sighs> it's some it could be emotional. Absolutely.
3: Yes. You emotionally holding me hostage by by not wanting me to further. Myself. gaslighting. Yes, because you are gonna feel a loss.
2: I was like, um, what's what's the uncle from, um, next Friday? Oh my gosh, uncle is it not Uncle Junior was it? I can't
3: remember.
2: When he told me when hit that, I was I was in the hood, I was doing this, you know, I was in the community, I was down. When I hit the lottery, I was gone. That's all I'm <laughs> like, when I got my scholarships, man, ooh. I was man, like, I love my community where I'm from, that's why I be shouting them out and bringing them up, but man, when I was I can't like, like my story, I was gonna move to my, like, so I'm from Tyler, okay, East Texas but my, majority of my family lives in the Metroplex, Dallas-Fort Worth Arlington, Grand Prairie all that good stuff, sorry, I see what people be talking about when your phone go off when you have a MacBook and stuff that is annoying, but um I don't know how to. I like uh, whatever, but um, I'm like, I was gonna go to U- University of Texas to Arlington because I want to be around my family. I used to say I'm gonna make enough money while I'm gonna buy a, a like a whole street of houses and all my family. I want them to live in each one of these houses. We're I actually have, a have an ex together. that has that,
3: and when they have family reunions,
2: they have to rent buses. You okay? It's see, ridiculous. See, and I, that's how I close on... I wouldn't say I would. I, that's how much faith I had in my family. Had. Okay. <laughs> I love. Hey, if y'all hearing this, I still love y'all. But y'all know what? It, I will tell y'all this directly if I haven't told y'all already. Yeah. But man, over. Oh, I'm. T- I went up to. I was dating a different. This before I started dating my wife. Um, went up there to visit, and I was trying to, you know, at the same time I'm trying to check out. I had a little boo up there and all that. You know, i'm trying to get my little thing 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 going on you know and look at school you know school see what the environment is like every house i went to and i have a lot of people up there it's like a good like 10 to 12 houses and people i can stay with easy man every house fighting arguing screaming i'm trying i'm like okay i can't stay here go over here. I'm, I'm i got to the point i start keeping my clothes on the car because i'm just bouncing ah. around so often, you know i'm like i don't feel comfortable even unpacking over here and I remember I was chilling with the chick I was talking with at the time, and you know, doing some, you know, trying to, you know, get familiar, okay. <laughs> and you know, everything's in the mix. Like I am having an awesome time. Everything good. Yeah. I get like no less. This is when text messages cost ten cents, okay. I got like a good twenty text messages and phone calls. My phone was blowing up. Different family members. I'm like. The fuck died, and i like, my family's like, where I can't wake up. Brandon, we need you to come over here. We'll do some something. Um, threaten to fight. Um, uh, my sister, like, in her with her baby her husband, whatever. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what like my head is like, what? I need to go over there, but my other head is like, fuck them. Like they are doing <laughs> too much. Okay, my
3: other head.
2: My other ones like, but I. I'm, and it was like even the kids were fighting with other kids they having me breaking up fights and that's when i like I can't live up here y'all, y'all ain't nope nope and I don't care how y'all feel nope I'll like, tell one of my sisters like when you go move up here with y'all when, when y'all have kids I'm like no Was <laughs> like my kids break, I'm telling it's just I see why people move away from some of these things I never turn my back on them I would never do that oh no but I understand why people move I understand I absolutely um,
3: understand I just never felt like the relationship that I'm supposed to have is supposed to be arguments every day, and I'm supposed to stay because I love a person. And some I some people never... come from that.
2: I'm telling you, some people that, but that's their cycle. That's it's yeah. like. I used to see my grandparents. My grandparents are married for sixty something years. Sixty something years. I can't tell you one day they didn't argue though.
3: That's that's it. I don't want that.
2: But yeah. I also can't tell you one night they didn't sleep in the same bed and tell each other they love each other either. That's the thing. I've seen people... I've seen people... I've never seen them say they love each other. But I've never seen them argue. I've seen them argue a little bit. A little passive-aggressive, punk-ass arguments. Nothing like... But I've never seen them say they truly loved each other. You know? So that is like i'm trying to go from let me have that balance like what you're trying to do with your kids let's not argue but tell each other we love each other every and that's day that's my evening. other
3: thing with that that affection is my mom wasn't anti-affectionate but mm-hmm. she had parents that were not affectionate and so growing up with us she wasn't like i love you i love you i love you hug me i didn't hug you today but i know she she felt that now that she has 12 grandkids, I love you, Anya. I love you, Ari. Give me a hug. And I'm just like, Who is this? And, and where was Ari up at? And I think that uh, I think you
2: I think a lot of people deal with that with their parents dealing, doing, doing that with their kids. You're not yeah. the only one that like
3: it's wild because it's
2: a because they ain't, sure, ain't they kids. That's why they can love them, but it's your responsibility. And I think I, it's different when it's their responsibility and you gotta love. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? and I
3: make it a point to be like, oh, I can't think of the last time I hugged my kids. Let me just hug them. And let Man. me tell them that like, I love them because I don't want them to ever grow up feeling like, oh, I think my mom loved me, but she ain't never say
2: it. See, I know my mother. Like, that's one thing. I know even all the crazy stuff dealt with. My mother loved me. I knew that. You know, she just was Old in a motherfucker, okay. Same thing with, um, you know, my cousin, like my family, we are big on, and I'm big on. I had a my best friend that, um, was killed. He, like, we were young, and he was he's like, you know, we we, I think, I have had friends and people that have been in my life that was before their times where he was like, we, I don't think, with no homo popular when in 2000. Oh, I can't remember.
3: I'm just like, but either
2: way, you know. But I'm telling you, that's what Cal used to say. He, used to, I, yeah, what? Well, Cause he used to say, "Man, I love you, man." And we was like, you know, what the fuck you coming from? Hey, it's not gay. I don't go fuck what you say. <laughs> but I love you as a friend, you know. Like, and i was like, we used to like chill out. And I was like, they didn't like me. I used to take pictures all the time. Like I was the picture guy. Like nobody would Kick kicking it. I had one of them. C- the little Fujis and the yeah. little Kodaks. i used to run yeah. that thing up and pop them as to work at cvs and Eckers, that's why but <laughs> i used to take and i used and i used to work in the full so i knew how to get you know get mm. print the negatives and all that yeah a lot of people don't even know what that mean right now but um
3: <laughs>
2: but this is before instagram this, i was instagram shit, you yeah. like, <laughs> know but it was one of the things that we had a, a group of friends that we loved each other, you know, and we said we loved each other, and we could hug, and, you know, we were we were like a, it was like some lean on me shit, you know what I mean, and to have him die was like, and get like right in front of us, and like, it was impactful, and I, that's how I was compared, that's the closest thing to my mother passing that fucked me up, you know, because it's just wow you know it's like how life can happen to you so quickly and you know when kids going through abuse and neglect and like I, I still mentor um one of my kids you know that he is i need to give his i was supposed to give him a call when i was on the right way home but i was freaking out kind of late and that's what that's a whole thing you know about but man he i talk about my story i know his story I know his story. I was his caseworker. I became his guardian, light Then I became his mentor, and I've been in his life for going on fourteen years now. Okay, since he was eleven years old. No, no, no. damn. Not even fourteen years. It had to be thirteen years. Two thousand nine. So it's been eleven years. i to say that. Talk about up. and i will send you the link to his video that we they my job put up about him my relationship with him and his volunteer but it was like the, you don't supposed to be where you're at kid your mama your mama did a job on his ass yeah his mama tried to stab him tase him had him selling drugs um his, his brother locked up in the penitentiary got shot six times his mama set him up to do some shit like we, I can sit down here and complain about all the shit that I've dealt with but I if somebody out here out here then had a worse life than I've had yeah you know so and they could be doing completely doing well so you don't have to be and that's why I try to tell them go to therapy find your counseling I don't want him going towards and be, keep it above going. and I'm not saying he could go to but I want I, I would get Knee deep in his ass, my foot in his ass. He say, "I don't like black women because they do this, this, and this shit." My mama used to do. Listen, because just like you say, with because I see, well, fuck your mama. He might say, "Yeah, fuck her," <laughs> you know, and he have all the right to say that shit. Yeah. But you shouldn't use that hurt against other people that look like her. You know, and it blocks and, you from opportunity.
3: Hmm? It, it, it'll block you from opportunity and people.
2: Absolutely might be but,
3: completely
2: like, for you, but like what you were saying when you mm-hmm. had your um absolute horrific event with being mugged, mm-hmm. he, he, you know, he dealt with that. But a black woman that's the the main black woman that was supposed to love him, the main yeah. person that was supposed to love him, hurt him more than like any I don't think anybody else in his um life right now has hurt him. You know, so it's like I can't. I, I tell him you can't use that as an excuse. You know, you can't but he he used to be like man you know real hard and like once again if you know his story you'll be like shit but i don't use that as excuse so hopefully we can continue to break cycles and i try to break cycles by being an example to break the cycle not just pointing at people and saying what you could do and i said look what i'm doing know my story you know here's somebody else's story you know this is what people are going through and he aged out of cps care and I know, you know, you have a story to tell. I would like to, you know, have you on a show about it in the near, near, near future. Mm-hmm. But it's like having him age out it's like he, he, he's a ward of the state. He legally does not have a parent, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like something that I legally does not, don't have parents as well. That, I'm a ward of the state. That's, mm-hmm. I was able to not only get scholarships but other benefits as well. But it's just one of the things that it's like, man, being abused and neglected, it's a you have to find a way to deal with it. It's a lot of people don't know if they were even even abused and neglected because they were, it's normal to them, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then, it no matter what. I see a lot of people that we know. I know, like I would love to interview them. I would love to talk to them. You know, I don't want to psychoanalyze them. That's what I'm doing though. It's,
3: it's a lifetime thing because let's so, say that was my upbringing. For many years. That's culture. And then I have kids. And on top of me having kids, I have daughters. So I internalize them being me. Yep. So I'm just like super like this about them and who they're around and what I expose them to. And I got to not control them, but be in control of their surroundings a lot more. because. You think you'd I'm-
2: do the same if you had a son?
3: Yes. I don't think you would. I think I would because I've seen it on my on my brother's side, mm-hmm. where they dismiss that and feel like it has nothing to do with how they are today. And it has everything to do with how you are today. And then I see right. like my brothers have nothing but daughters that dealt with abuse, but they don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And they just feel like I'm supposed to live this new life where I have a wife and I have kids. And it's
2: supposed to be completely cut off because they're, they're not connected and they are connected. So, because like some things say, it's like reminding my one of my aunts, and she had daughters and she had that you took care of me. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it, my like the her youngest daughter, which is like 12, 14 years older than me she always, like, she gets, like, legit mad sometimes, like, why the fuck he get to do all this shit? We wouldn't, I wouldn't able to, we wouldn't able to do all that. You would've cut <laughs> our fucking heads off of that shit. Yeah. And I always be fucking with him, because y'all would not me, first and foremost, <laughs> you know, and y'all was fucking up out here, you know, they tell me, so, Yeah, basically y'all, was, y'all, y'all get caught, <laughs> yeah. think about it, you know, but it, it's one of those things where I know it's a gender role, it's a stereotype, but and I mean this in the way I understand it, in the way the world has me to understand it. And I'm, I'm not saying it's right either, because I know some people are like, oh, he's being misogynistic, blah, 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 shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. But my point is, it's not being misogynistic, it's stating it. I'm stating what I'm stating. It is misogynistic, if that makes sense. It doesn't mean I believe in that value. It's like, yeah. I'm, I'm saying it was the privilege. It's the same thing. I can, if I was white, I can say, there's a such thing as white privilege. And that's it because I'm a uh, me and a male. Mm. I have a male privilege. Okay, mm. that's one of the questions we have. We all have certain privileges and disadvantages. But but white people have the least. White men have the least here in America. Mm. And argue with your mama. But um, <laughs> or oh, come on the show and tell me something different. How about that? Yeah. Um, uh, talk to me. Let's not argue. Let's have a discussion. But it's a situation where. I knew that I can go out and do certain things, but I think another podcast I want to talk about it, like being mugged. You don't think I think about people trying to mug me either. Mm-hmm. Don't, like, it's a reason I put these muscles on, damn it. Like shit, it's like I know motherfuckers go try you. Like I know that. Same thing, like wearing jewelry, like. Be careful. Motherfuckers go be looking for you. Motherfuckers are, like it's rap gonna be just oh, because being a man that's normal. That shit ain't shouldn't be normal. Yeah. This shit should be normal. I have to fucking worry about but I've had cousins that like every time we see, every time we see this motherfuckers on site, they're younger, we got the box. Mm. Cause he wanted you to be the masculine. You got to be a man. You gotta fight. You know, they don't want no punk ass cousins.
3: They, like I'm telling you the... to the point.
2: To the point where I, I swole up and he, like, went, it took one three licks. he never, And it's crazy. He never wanted no more smoke. And it was like, come on, I'm ready now. You there. You good. You can take care of yourself. <laughs> it was like, it's, nah, it's,
3: it's like when, all these, um... All these
2: headlocks and fucking full nails and shit you done put me... Listen, 12 years older than me. And you a grown-ass adult man fighting my ass. As a, like, listen, you 18. I'm fucking 8 and shit. You fighting me... Come
3: Jamaican on. On. Jamaican family members are aggressive in everything aggressive in this whooping every whooping may feel like it's your last they trying to kill me not yeah. trying to yeah. teach me um, you go to the beach your uncle's just throwing you deep in the ocean to teach you how to swim there's yep. a better method there's a safer yes. method but they just did it super from? aggressive
2: but that's what that same thing would be in the man and I went. That shit dangerous. Don't throw me in the water. Even yeah. though I used to drag my homeboy in the water, it's 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 crazy. You know, yeah. it's it's. I, I can't say I haven't. I, I'm saying it's wrong, but I've done it before.
1: Mm-hmm. I have.
2: I've literally like with my co-host G Jack. I, me and my other homeboy, threw him in the water and drug him to the deep end because he didn't know how to swim. Like you go learn today. Right. That's stupid as hell. That was yeah. dumb as hell. I used to do a lot of dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Now look back and I'm like. And see, like, I used to see these videos of women get upset when, because I have sisters, too, when we used to play in the water, like, of a woman getting thrown in the pool and shit, and women like, oh, my God, that should be assault in my head. No, so,
3: that's regular stuff. I have, I but, have five brothers. So
2: if you never, if you didn't, my birthday in the summer, okay? Yeah. We <laughs> party, we have fun, we joke around. If you the girl not getting thrown in the pool you'd be like what's wrong with me you know <laughs>
3: they don't like, like me they don't want exactly. to play with me
2: because <laughs> yeah. we, we ain't gonna throw the, we ain't gonna touch the ugly girl I'll tell you that right now but um <laughs> but i'm just kidding if you this is a sign of flame. but i'm understanding so if you don't know the culture you're gonna look on the outside and be like that's wrong stop it yeah yeah but on the other end if you come from a culture that like that shit is dangerous, this shit is a problem. Maybe we should stop it, you know, until something happened. Has everybody made it through it? Like my mother used to tell me, she was my grandfather threw her in a pool. She still on she didn't know how to swim so long as she lived. My mom still she, don't know how to swim,
3: but that's what her, her family.
2: Did. You know, but those are type of things that we experience in our cultures that, um. I guess we can, like we talk about toxic things we've had in our cultures. Maybe we should change. We should keep along like yeah. with complete ass whoopers and not explaining. Um, I was on Humvee's show um, last Monday, but this Monday, this Monday. And with like the video of the it's an eight year old little girl that was like taking provocative photos of herself and videos and posting it online. And the mama saw it and tried to, you probably posted a video in the chat and mama was just start beating her ass in the car.
3: And, i had posted a video of an eight-year-old girl riding her bike and a car came and
2: just hit her smack that stopped watch her i mean i saw you you posted that and today. just
3: drove off i'm just like yo what's wrong with people
2: it's an evil world that's i say this all the time it's a evil it's an evil world with good people in it it's not a good world with evil people in it that's why I, i'm sorry Agreed. it's not a, it's a like so I remember saying that at my job when I was um as a guardian at light, I mean people got some of my covers got upset and I'm like, tell me something different, because you're a white woman, you may not see the shit I see.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: In my lens that I have, yeah, that even in the Bible, this is not heaven, this is not peace, this is yeah. this is this is darkness. He brought light, it was darkness before light. So when I say, when I'm here, I'm gonna try to illuminate as much light as I can, try to bring as much good as I can. Yeah. When you, it, it, and you know, it's, it could be some people that's dark, they're gonna like, oh, I don't like that. I believe you, I believe you. And, you know, I try to keep my things going within my circle, but with the whole thing with the child abuse, like I right now I work within hunger. And hunger doesn't have to happen i believe that child abuse doesn't have to happen but i think it's human nature i think because we're always it's war like if we have a full war right now fight you don't think they're gonna kill women and children of course that's child abuse but and in, in we talk about domestic violence, it shouldn't happen either. I'm like, That's how I think. I'm like, how can you stop it? I, I'm going to try to minimize it as much as possible. Try to communicate. Try to talk. Try to do, come on shows like this. Try to talk, have shows like this. And where well, we can really have an understanding how it can make a difference in an individual. But some people think, just like we're talking about throwing in the pool, some people think beating the shit out of a child think it will make them a stronger person. They think the trauma is going to make them better.
3: Yeah. And because I had it, trauma, you got
2: to have trauma because you got to know yep. how to deal with struggle. Yep, I absolutely disagree. Of course. I, I hear, I, I, when I was listening to Shout Out to Lee with Take Up Space and Chapter's Discourse, when I was hearing her family say they didn't experience racism until their second job, what?
1: Yeah.
2: How are you black and didn't experience racism in America?
1: Oh, you're in the West.
2: It, the environment. did wasn't even really explain. When I tell you, when, that's a little bit, that's a baby picture of me right there. I was told about racism right there. Okay. <laughs> that's all you <laughs> know. <I was, laughs> I'm a little probably white person in East Texas came out. Oh, look at them nigger cheeks. Like, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I knew okay. about racism at a very early age, you know? And I'm like, that's beautiful. I would love, I want to raise my, I'm going to raise my children be cautious, but I would like to raise them where they don't have to experience it but when they when it happens they know how to take it on
3: and that's why i'm very honest and blunt with mine because i don't want them uh in the the clouds about why am i chosen to do this and why are they this and i just want them to be aware of it and know that there's a better way to treat people And not everybody in authority or uniform is going to treat you as equal, and you have to speak up. Don't have to be disrespectful, but you have to speak up when things like that happen. Um, Well, come tell me. Listen, because my father was very racist. You would think my father was a white man on a plantation, but he was a Jamaican man living in Philadelphia, and when he would see black people he would talk to them as if he was a master on a plantation and even he though he's black as well Yes.
2: because he went into the proper Canada because since there was American slaves that they are different
3: or even because he had money now he looked like the people on the money and not the people that needed money mm-hmm. so you know it's a, it's a mentality and I, I'm glad I didn't I, I'm glad he wasn't the main one that raised me because I probably would have had some of that
2: and that's what that's what goes in the culture if you would raise to see that why would you think anything different unless you were exposed to the positive the shit same thing with white people with black grandchildren and now they're not so racist anymore
3: listen
2: we all take our lessons differently we chose. i tell hey you know what that's what i'm like <laughs> i'm about to just cash out my mentee it was like I want to cry with this little motherfucker. This he ain't, he ain't little no more. But when he was like eighteen, he said he was trying to do something. And I was like, man, you know, you sure you want to do that? You know, I don't have any advice for you about that. He like, I know, but that's what you always said. You like, because I used to, I'm telling, I used to beat this in these kids, as many young men I work with. Mm-hmm. I said, you got several different ways you go learn. You go learn by um, going through something, and you learn right there. You can see somebody else go through it And you can learn from that Or you just keep doing this shit over and over again You don't learn at all Please don't be the third option Please don't And he was like You know i never seen you do it And nobody else do it So I gotta try it myself If it doesn't work I just stop right there And I'm like
3: This motherfucker listens
2: <laughs> He listens Okay I like that He listens That's, I don't ask you to do everything I want I don't ask you to do what I say Just yeah. listen You know
3: Yeah
2: But i like Cause I'm like
3: Ooh. Can you
2: tell the people where to uh, reach you or listen to the show? Um, you can reach just the show. You know, you don't worry about my personal stuff. You know, support everything culture. So it's what well, you ain't doing it on video, but it's E-V-E-R-Y-T-H-A-N-G culture. You can find us on Facebook. You know, we have a great little group and community you can find us our fan page on facebook you can find us on instagram you can go to www.everythingculture.com um you can go to designs.com if you want to get some of our merchandise we're running short on shirts but we go chop up with shannon about this teespring in a moment um but you also gonna check us out on twitter every thg culture or even on tumblr everything culture and youtube you can find us everywhere. You want to look up a podcast, you can find us anywhere there, but on YouTube, go check us out on YouTube at Everything Culture again. But once again, I, I would say our little slogan, a motto is from Martin Luther King that we believe men hate each other because they fear each other. They fear each other because they don't know each other and they don't know each other because of segregation. And because of segregation, we have misunderstandings and that's why we have so much fear and hate. So we try to talk about our differences and our cultures and our backgrounds so we can have an understanding so we can love one another. That's little juice. All right. <laughs> Bye.
3: Bye. Bye.
1: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.